Welcome to Roadmap. How to take three listings a week until you're ready for more. Each week we interview a great agent who's consistently taking two, three, four listings a week. And we have an exciting guest today. We encourage you to take notes and apply as much of their knowledge as quickly as you can. And then use the copycat principle. If you're watching on Vulcan 7 or on the Lead Gen Facebook group, you'll have an opportunity to ask questions during the broadcast. Get the questions in early, folks. Start typing the questions early. As soon as you think of something, write it down. Let me introduce my co-host from San Diego, Carly Hathaway. That's carlyhathaway.com. Hi, Carly. How's the real estate business? Hi, Ren. The real estate business is fabulous in San Diego, um, all over California, in fact. So, Great time to be a listing agent. Good. Fantastic. And congratulations on your four listing appointments. Yay. Thank you so much. I'm really excited. Good. That could be really good. Wonderful. So, so uh, before I introduce our guest today, I want to remind everyone that we are also simulcasting the show on the private lead gen group on Facebook. They have 49,000 members. So we have a large audience there as well today. Um, we'll be pausing for a commercial message during the show as a thank you to the lead gen folks. Let's welcome our guest today from beautiful Orange Beach in Alabama, Mr. Dusty Cole. Welcome, Dusty. Thank you for having me. Thanks for being here. And what a wonderful place to uh, do real estate business. Definitely. I'm from here, lived here all my life, and uh, it's a great place to live and do business, as you say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you, and you're... Uh, and uh, you get to meet people that come in, especially in February. <laughs> oh, I lost a lot you. of second homes down there, I gather. Yep. Sorry, I lost you for a minute. Yes, we have a second home market, um, condo market. We also have uh, just a little bit, of course, the primary home market also. Good. So Mobile's over here. Pensacola's over here. You're right along here in the rim and doing mostly the Alabama shore and a little bit of Florida. That's then, correct. Yeah. Mobile, Pensacola, and we're down south of that on the coast. And I also work just across the line in Perdita Key, Florida. Great, great. So if someone wants to refer, because that, that covers a wide area, if they want to refer some business down there, second home, maybe that's maybe it's just time to get out of Pittsburgh entirely, you know, and get down there. Uh, what's the best way for them to reach you, to send you that business? Uh, yeah, email probably is best. Dusty Cole, D-U-S-T-Y-C-O-L-E at Ymail, the letter Y, mail.com. Okay. DustyCole.com and uh, find me there also. DustyCole.com is also a website? Okay. It is. It'll redirect you to a... a okay. Yeah. And they can look at great pictures of wonderful places and uh, reach out to you as well. So good. Let's right. do it, folks. Everybody... Sign up for get, get a beautiful home there. That's that's wonderful, wonderful. And then, uh, um, fairly new in the business, eh? When did you start? This is my third full time year. Uh, yeah. Wow. You know, so and then I was licensed a year before that when I did double duty with another career. Mm-hmm. So, yep, third full time year. And year. what's the goal for this year? We have a team this year. The goal for me personally is 100 transactions, 600,000 gross commissions, and the team, uh, 1 million gross commissions and 170 transactions. 170 total, or is that 100? Yeah, 100 for me, 70 for the other two agents. Gotcha. All right. Okay. Total of 170. So not bad for year three. 
Yeah, no Not kidding. That. That's a huge number for only three years in the business. That's incredible. So yeah. we're all trying to, where are you finding that business? Well, uh, phone mostly. Um, you know, I've, I've been a Vulcan 7 user and, and I'm a member of the Tom Ferry coaching organization, also uh, coached by Betty Gales. Wonderful. Um, so that's been a, a very instrumental in, uh, you know, that rapid growth that we've seen. I mean, we've seen tremendous year-over-year -year growth. Um, and, you know, I, I do prospect using Vulcan 7 um, daily, um, mostly expires. Okay. Uh, I will say, because my team's watching me right now, so I have to be sh straight, until about a month ago, right? So they'll hold me accountable. And, and I, if you want, eventually I'll probably explain, you know, we got so busy, you know, we had to kind of level out over the last month and my prospecting has been interrupted. So mm. how we got there. Yeah. Well, yeah. You're going to have to hire for the season. Better to, keep you, hire. Better yeah. to keep you on the phones. We did just hire another admin and transaction coordinator. So yeah. good. good. So, the rate you're going. Yeah. So you're, you're um, working with expireds mostly. Um, can you talk to us about your daily routine, your schedule, what time you get on the phone, um, role play, all that kind of stuff. What is, what is a typical Tuesday look for you when you're not on this sure. show? <laughs> yep. Um, I like to be at the office, you know, by eight, um, you know, and on the phones from eight to 10. Um, usually the first hour new, ex new expires, the second hour follow-ups um, is an ideal morning for me. Nice. Use the Vulcan seven uh, to manage the follow-ups with an assistant. Um, and then we also have commission zinc, which is, you know, another CRM in which we kind of use both. Yeah. Gotcha. Nice. And how many hours a day are you doing that? Is it like one hour of expired, one hour of follow-ups, or do you break it down like that? Or I try to break it down like that. It doesn't always work perfectly, but two hours a day, you know, uh, it was the discipline for about a year and a half that got me to business overload where we had to kind of uh, regroup and restructure over the month. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Good, good. Um, do you find staying on that strict routine five days a week um, helps you or what, what do you see a difference in? Yeah, most certainly. I mean, I think that's what separates, you know, the people that do that from the, rest of the competition um, to get listings is, you know, not everybody's doing it with that type of discipline. Very mm -hmm. small amount of people. Um, so that's how you win over the, you know, long over the year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And let me ask you this. I like to kind of start the show with this and then maybe we can get into some more of um, your process, but can we talk about your mindset a little bit and how you stay on track and how you don't get discouraged? That has been, a, um, you know, uh, I think that's where I've improved the most uh, over the last year and a half. Um, you know, just really getting in and not being very good at it in the beginning and um, getting off the phone too quickly. Um, you know, so I've really gotten to where it doesn't, you know, I'm not really bothered at all. I have fun with it. Um, just know that on that first phone call that it's just a very few amount of times I'm going to book a listing appointment and go get the listing that I'm really just trying to, you know, set up the next call a lot of times. Um, you know, so it's two, three, four, five calls. And we also have a mail plan that we implement. Um, and we're, you know, I also farm heavily. So a lot of these people know my name when I call, which helps a lot. Good, good. So basically you just try to not let it get to you. Yeah, just just know that. I mean, I don't run into a lot of the the the, um, the angry people. You know, I think that's a misconception uh, in calling these expireds. Um, I just don't let it don't let it bother me. You know, I just move on. 
Yeah. Could it be you're just really good at it and your approach is so disarming? Is that a possibility? Is that a, seriously, is that a possibility? I mean, I'm what was it like uh, when you started? Very relaxed with my approach. It's just basically I just ask him what's going on with the property. You know, it's almost like I'm asking for an update. You know, okay. you know what's just the status? Um, and they're usually willing to tell me what the status is, you know, and then I can ask more questions. All right. All right. So, so you're getting some really good responses out of it. Plus, it sounds like you're working some geographic areas and really getting your, really get some name recognition going. You've zero. We do. Okay. We use mail campaigns um, like uh, um, certain farms, and then we have expired specific mail campaigns that go out, you know, um, systematically. You know? Okay. Well, a lot of those expired, they, uh, I imagine you have a fair number of people that you're talking to all over the country that own property there. You know, uh, yeah, so a lot of them are the second homes. Um, it's less of that, to be honest. Those don't expire as much. Oh. Uh, so as the, the more primary uh, residents in a little bit. So um, most of my uh, listings that I've gotten that expires were not the secondary home market, to be honest. Okay. They, they just, those properties don't come off the market as much. Mm -hmm. um, I wonder why. What would that? What do, what do you attribute that to? Um, you know, the, the condo market. You know, they just lower um, inventory. You know, so they're, oh, they're, gotcha. so they're selling. Uh, so you're saying, yeah, the out of t uh, when they're owned by an out of towner, typically they're selling because of demand and supply for the resort. There's a different supply demand dynamic. Gotcha. gotcha. Mm -hmm. All right, that's fair. Makes so sense. can I? I ask you this. Um, so the first half of your calling is expired and then um, you do follow-ups. Can you tell us your process for follow-ups with leads and, you know, do you follow up more with stronger leads and how often are you touching them and in what ways are you emailing, mailing, calling? Yep. So what we do just specifically with the expires is, is um, after I talk to them, I, I dump them into a, another bucket, um, wife actually to um, filter through. So I'll, I'll leave a note as to when I want to call them back and uh, she will drop them back into my follow-up bucket, you know, on that day that I need to call them back. Um, not sure if that's the best way, but that's the way we've been doing it. Um, and we've just started to move those over to Commission Zinc lately. Um, you know, ones I have good conversations with, um, but primarily all the success we've had has been right there within Vulcan. Um, and she'll drop them back into my folder when I tell her in the note when I want to call them back. Now, if, if I haven't talked to them, it's every day, right? So it just, okay. until they answer. Okay. So yeah. when do you set yourself up to call them next? A day later, a week later, a month later? It depends on the conversation. So, I mean, if I didn't reach them, it's the next day. Um, it depends on, you know, what, how, what I learned uh, in that conversation is when I called them back. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, great. And, yeah. and then what about emails? Do you send emails? We don't really have a systematic email plan, no. Okay, okay, great. Um, so let's get into your listing appointments. Um, okay. How long does your average listing appointment take? Uh, 30 to 45 minutes, I'd say. Um, nice. Yeah. Great, good. And go ahead. Do you send a pre-listing packet out? We'll do that via email on most occasions. Um, we'll send out like our testimonials. Um, um, where, where we can kind of let them see that we've been doing business in their market, in their little area, um, send out a, a marketing plan. Um, 
and then something we have a document that kind of is kind of like what separates me from my competition. Kind of a doc. Send that via email for them to review before my arrival. I don't do a hard packet like some do in the mail. Okay. Um, we just do email. Do you give a list price in there that where you want to list it at? Oh no. No. Definitely okay. not. Um, still a negotiation. Yeah, so I try not to talk price or commission over the phone or in email if I can help it. Mm -hmm. um, I want to get in front of them because I know that when I get in front of them, I can earn their trust. I can't do that over the phone. All right, or All right. so how much do you charge? What do you say? What do I say? I was like, well, I, I'd say um, I'd really like to speak with you about that in person. Um, I'd really like to show you my value, you know, before we start talking about fees. And most of the time that disarms them, you know. Okay. But not always. Okay. Um, yeah. Can we do a little role play as if um, maybe we're at a listing or it's a pre-listing appointment and we're going to argue about commission a little bit? Sure. I can do my best. Okay. So let's say, okay. um, do you want to be on the phone or do you want to be like it's a listing appointment? Your call. That's fine. Okay. Either How way. about you're just calling to like confirm our appointment and I'm trying to get commission out of you. Okay. Okay. All right. Hello. Hello. Hey, this is Dusty Cole, Remax of Orange Beach. Good morning. Hi, how are you? Doing good. I'm just calling to confirm our appointment for this afternoon at three o'clock. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're looking forward to see, meeting with you. Excellent. I've done all my homework and I was just, you know, making sure you were ready for me. Yeah, well, I just wanted to actually um, discuss, discuss commissions because we are going to be interviewing a couple agents and we just really want to go with the one that's going to give us the best deal, like you know, like, a, you know, Redfin does 1%, something like that to save us money. Sure. I know that's, that's probably the most important thing to you. Um, I found in my experience, I'm taking a lot of listings in this marketplace. Mm -hmm. that conversation goes a lot better whenever we're face to face and I can show you what I'm going to do to earn that, uh, that commission. So would it be okay with you if, if I just, if we discussed that uh, arrival? Um, I guess, but I mean, would you take a cut in the commission? Because like our house is so beautiful. It's going to be really easy to sell. Would you be mm -hmm. open to, you know, at least cutting your commission in half? Um, you know, typically when I, I find that, you know, that is not in your best interest, you know, usually. So um, I really think it's in your best interest, you know, if you would allow me that just the chance to come in and show you what we do to put the most amount of money in your pocket. Because um, I know that is what you're most interested in, right? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So I really think, you know, if you would give me that opportunity, it would be worth our, worth our time. Okay. Sounds good. See you at the four. <laughs> wonderful. Wonderful, wonderful. Yeah, that was good. That's fair, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, I think getting in front of their face and just kind of not giving them the answer is right. You're right. It's disarming and it kind of like breaks their walls down a little bit. I mean, there are some times when I will, you know, I mean, if, if, if I feel like I'm going to lose the appointment, you know, or, or um, you know, I use my gut where I will say, you know, we start at 6%, I'll say, mm -hmm. where I like to start is, is 6%, you know. Um, but then that's you go like, seven, eight, nine, right? No. <laughs> yeah, and I've asked that question, and you go up from there or down from there. You know, but, um, I just try to let them know that's where I want to be, and you know, if they're not locked in at that, give me a chance to come talk to you. Okay. Yeah. That's great. Fantastic. Um, so you've only been in the business three years. Are there any tips that you can give for newcomers 
because you really have moved fast in your career. Is there any like couple tidbits you can give to someone that's just getting started and just starting out to call expireds? Yeah, I'd probably say just the, the minutiae of the business. Like the, the hardest thing to do is to remove your mind from that, that minutiae uh, daily. And, um, you know, so that's the hardest thing. So all the deals we have going on, all the little things that seem, can you, can you guys hear me? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, so we have the minutiae and all the day-to-day stuff that seems so important, you know, that, you know, if we can just every morning somehow remove our detach mm-hmm. those calls, um, that's the most important thing. And over time it becomes easier because we know those problems are not emergencies, you know. Are you, yeah. how do you do that? Are you physically moving down the hallway or how do you just stay out um, of the conversations about the current listings and pendings? Well, one thing is if you get to a point in your business where you can hire an assistant, then that's a whole, you know, that should be everyone's goal, you know, is to hire an assistant to, to handle that. But one thing I noticed is if I come in and, and I, right when I open my computer, before I do anything else, I dive right into the prospecting um, and shut down the, the alerts, the notifications, um, like really immediately. So right in, you know, uh, that may not get distracted. Yeah, like no checking emails till you're done with your prospecting. Yeah, um, and not even sit down, you know, just sometimes I would go in the conference room where nobody is, and my computer and do it. Um, just drop my bag off, take my computer, stand up and dive right in, you know. Good for you. Yeah. Cool. That's a huge piece. Yeah, definitely. So it looks like we have a lot of questions, Ren. Yeah, they're starting to they're starting to line up here. Good. Uh, let's see. Uh, what are your thoughts about calling older expireds? Old, old expireds for a lot of people that are newer in the game is mm-hmm. is some is, is probably. Well, I, I was talking about this the other day. It is probably the easiest way to build business because you know it's they're friendly. Nobody's calling them. And it, the skill level required is not as high. So a lot of people win out of the gate. What, but how you approach them is a little different because they expired 6, 12, 18 months ago. What's your, how do you uh, begin the call with an old expired? Just, you know, you can just ask if, if the property is sold. So don't, don't, be, don't worry too much if it is already sold. Um, now, I would have my assistant check that data list for properties that is currently listed not the end of the world if we do ring one of those, but um, you have an assistant, just have them check that the day before, um, try to pull all those out, but um, you know, just don't try to check every note, you know, just go down the list and call and, you know, and the script would be, you know, do you still own such and such property or did you ever sell it, you know? Okay, just finding, and I found that works too. You, you just, mm-hmm. you know, what happened to this, they tell their story and then from there you're in report and you can they just tell you, you know, and it's yeah. really not that hard. Those <laughs> old expireds are gold. Yeah. Michael Axelrad wants to know what your average uh, selling price is. You know, what price ranges are you typically working? Yep. Uh, good question. Uh, my average last year was was 200000 uh, which yeah. is a little under our average in our marketplace. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of my sales were, were not the vacation homes last year. It was the primary market because of what I told you. Um, 25% of my sales were expired here. Um, you know, so I sold some lots and stuff that pulled it down a little bit. Uh, okay. Okay. So a couple hundred thousand and a, that, the uh, average in our marketplace is like 275 to 300. Good. 
Good, good, good. And then April, she said something about expired mail campaign, but I don't think you do that, right? I do. I do a hard mail campaign, but not oh. email. Oh, uh, hard. Oh, expired. Oh, got it. Got got it. So what do you know what, uh, you know, how that's working for you and what you send them? It actually works well for me. Um, I've heard a lot of people that I've talked to that they they rarely get calls off that, but I do all the time. It's seven people, a a mixture of letters, personal notes and postcards. Um, You know, we just kind of have it seven pieces lined out. And um, when I call them in the notes, I'll say start mail campaign. And then, you know, they will start that the next day and start putting out. The and you're getting a yield from that. Well, you must have quite the recipe with that because we, we don't hear that that often. But if you're able to do it, that is, yeah, don't stop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People call off that. And, and yeah, I don't know if it's just not as many people doing it here or what, but uh, it works. Yeah. Good. What do you say in the personal note, for example, on an expired? Hmm. That might be a question for Heather. I'm- <laughs> what it says uh, yeah okay no worries yeah, yeah. okay um good mm-hmm. i've got uh well now i've kind of knocked out all the the key questions there's gentlemen like uh, yep come on questions folks questions <laughs> it's um, okay so dusty in the beginning you said um you know you have to like get rid of all the chatter and you're trying to get on the phones and you know mm-hmm. you have to in the beginning it's harder to just say okay you know, if these people aren't, if the call's not going well, how did you shake it off in the beginning? Um, I had a, I was just something I just thought of was I had a conversation goal every day. So working with Betty Gales in the very beginning, that was probably the most important piece is, is trying to strive to have a real conversation with a certain number of people every day. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I was doing that daily. Um, you know, but I think another thing is, once you have a few huge wins, so that one time you do call, you book the appointment immediately, you go get the listing and you sell it within a week, mm-hmm. you do it a few times and the, the bad phone calls don't matter as much. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. yeah. That happens. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so now we got a bunch coming in. Let's see, what's the best time to call an expired? Good, good, good to remind people of this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 8 a.m. I never call before 8 a.m., um, you know, but I, I start, at, start at 8 and, um, you know, go all the way to 10. But, I mean, you can do afternoons as well. So, I mean, if, if you don't have appointments in the afternoon, what else do you got to do? Call more. Uh, can you comment on, like, a call you make to an expired at 8 o'clock versus one that you make at 825? You, you notice a difference, don't you? I don't. You don't? Okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> in a lot of markets, a lot of markets by then they've gotten the seventh, ninth, twelfth call, but maybe I'm sorry. not. Yeah. yeah, the new expires. Yes, you know, by eight thirty they've received a few more calls, um, but they still, I, I rarely am I getting the list on the first call anyway. So it doesn't mm-hmm. doesn't bother me really. It's all part of a plan you know, to call more than once. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. The, when you get really good at it, and you're getting good at it. They can. There's nothing tragic that's gonna uh hand on the objections and whatnot yeah um any you now you didn't mention doing a lot of for sale by owners but they exist in every market are are you are you doing any at all not really not not by plan or by uh you know not with any intentionality really i prefer the expires i prefer the mindset of an expired over a for sale by owner um 
I would actually prefer to circle prospect before I call for owners. So if I run out of expires to call, I will call a building or a neighborhood around a listing or something. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. All right. Do you, um, what do you say to an expired who says, you know, we're making some renovations and then we're going to put it back on the market. Oh, in a couple months from now, what do you say? Okay. I would still try to get that appointment. Um, you know, so I would say, great. Um, you know, I would say, you know, uh, I would try to, first I'd say, do you have an agent that you can, you know, have you chosen your next agent, you know, in that direction. Um, but would it be okay if I stopped by uh, to see the house and to meet you, shake your hand, um, you know, and, and go from there, you know, just in case I may have buyers that may fit your home. Um, but I always just try to see if I can get the appointment, even if it's, they're not going to list for six months, you know. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Okay. Mm -hmm. Jim Wicklin wants to know, he, Jim gets people on the phone and, and he finds that they are rushing to get him off the phone. He wants to know what some good ways are to stop people from hurrying him off the phone. What would, what would you tell him? Now, I mean, I think a question you, you know, ask is, um, you know, if you sell your home, would you, you know, are you still interested in selling? If I could sell your home for what you wanted to sell it for, would you be interested in speaking with me? Um, okay. No, yeah, that's, they'll take pause on that one for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, but for me, I don't try to be the perfect objection handler and, and try to advance every conversation. Maybe that's, maybe that's a rookie in me. I don't know. Um, but I think I'm going to call him back again and um, just kind of keep that you know, level approach with them. You know, good, 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 good. Eric wants to know, Eric, the answer is yes. <laughs> yeah, he wrote, he writes, which one would you prefer, old expireds or brand new expireds? Yes, Eric. <laughs> yeah, all, all of the above. You know, the, what I love about Vulcan is, you know, you build this huge bulk of them over time. Yeah. And, and uh, so all the new ones become old and you have this huge bank. Uh, of, mm -hmm. um, so both, yeah. Mm -hmm. A couple of people want to know how often do you take a no before you put them in your follow-up bucket? You know, how many no's? Oh, like, oh, well. Depends on the no. Yeah. Yeah. It depends. I mean, there are some people I don't want to work with, you know, so. I mean, <laughs> Good um, for you. I don't Isn't that a nice that, privilege to have? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't get too worked up over, you know, somebody who doesn't want to work with me. You know, I believe it's a, uh, you know, there's an infinite amount of prospects. Mm-hmm. So I don't try to bulldog my way into every, you know, home, you know? Yeah. Good for you. Good. Michael Axelrad wants to know, what do you do if the seller is unreasonable in pricing? Yeah. So I still try to get the appointment because I have found that once the seller trusts me, okay. So once I get in the home and I develop the rapport and they trust me, then I will get their real so I'm just a sales guy and, and I'm not, I don't trust you when you're on the phone. I'm not going to tell you what I'm going to sell you, you know, because you're just, you're the, con you're the enemy. But once I mm -hmm. they trust me, um, I'm usually, I can get it within one price reduction mostly. So I'll take a listing with a plan to at least price reduce it one time and we can sell it. So you discuss that you will take it, but we will come back at a price reduction. Yeah. If I think we're one listing appointment. Yep. If I think we're one level too high, I will tell them, I think we're one price reduction away. And in our marketplace, 
after 30 days, you know, we could do, you know, other marketplaces, it's like three to seven days or something, you know, but in our marketplace, you know, if we haven't gotten an, a receptable offer in 30 days, we need to do a price reduction. Would that be okay? And I nod my head. <laughs> Good. Yeah. And they would say, yeah, you know. Well, it all boils down to do they have to move and do they have to move soon? And then, and, and there's your that's exactly like finding that motivation. Yeah, if, if, they, if it's no and no, then then maybe it's no. <laughs> that's right. Maybe I don't want to work with them. Um, here's an interesting question from Kristen Henry, and, and, there, and there are like 200 answers to this, but if we can get a glimpse, you know, in, in a Vulcan 7, you can set up folders and you can tag things and you can set up mm -hmm. campaigns and things like that. You know, she just wants to know if you have some basics on how you're throwing mm -hmm. things into different lead follow-up folders, you know, some yeah. ideas. Well, you know, we, we tried it at one stage where we had each part of the mail plan in a different folder and that didn't work for us. So we've just simplified it, you know, so just, I have a new lead folder and a follow-up folder and there has a follow-up folder that she goes into every day where she minds what she needs to do. And if I, and she puts it back into my folder, that's as simple as we do it, you know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think I like we can it. it a little bit, you know, just call. Mm -hmm. Someone from Facebook is asking, what is your follow-up script over the phone? So I've talked to him once before. Mm -hmm. So uh, I would just say, um, check in about, you know, your house on 123 Main Street. I know we spoke before because they probably won't remember me. Yeah, you know, we spoke last week, last Wednesday in the afternoon. Um, you know, I was just calling to see, you know, um, you know, if anything's changed with the status of that property, or we're still interested in selling it. Um, you know, it's just another check-in, you know, I'm not really, you know, trying to ask the perfect question. You know, I'm just checking in with them and then they'll give me something, you know, uh, go on. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 You broke up a little bit, but I think we got the gist of it. I think we did. Um, uh, Mark on Facebook, he's, um, he wants to know, and you know, it's, it's an interesting answer that you're probably going to give him because, you know, he's looking for a formula, like what's your follow-up time frame for expireds, like day one to day 30. And really with expireds, mm -hmm. you know, you want to follow up, but you want to close because they don't last long. You know, what is, uh, do you have a little strategy for how you, mm -hmm. how you play that game? Well, if I don't reach them, of course, I'm calling them every day, you know, but for me, it's, it's, it's depending on what that conversation is like, you know, so if I can hear the motivation, like you said earlier, if there is a motivation and I can ask the right questions to hear it, you know, I mean, is there a job change? Was there a death in the family? Is there a divorce? Um, you know, if I get hear some of that, I'm going to call them back much sooner, you know, mm -hmm. than, um, but also the one, I'm going to list in the spring and we're talking in the, and we're in the fall. We get that a lot. Mm -hmm. Call them back in a week, you know? Yeah. And, well, um, too, too many agents get into this check-in mode and check-in mode. And really you, you have to close hard and not really let those things go way out. Mm -hmm. you know, you're just going to check in until a more, a stronger agent steals them from you. That's all. You got to go for the appointment. You know? Know. Just get in front of them. If yeah. They have to move. They have to move soon. Eric. Yes. That's true. He's saying, do you try to stay away from talking negative about the previous agent? Always. Yeah. 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 
nothing to be gained from that. No. Yeah, yeah. Is it bad to be aggressive? I, Scott Henson, is it bad to be aggressive? It's not bad to be aggressive. I, I kind of call it know when to go in for the kill, you know, and, and I think over time you got to know when to go in for the kill. Mm-hmm. Yep. We're, we're in a unique situation, you know, we're modeling, we're demonstrating what we, what we're selling to them as a listing agent mm -hmm. is we're going to be aggressive in getting your home sold. So why not? Yeah. So I think it's a, how you want to be branded in the community too, you know, so, you know, it's a pretty small community here. Um, so it's not my nature and brand to be, um, I am known as aggressive and, and outgoing and, and marketing approach but I don't want to be known as the sales guy that's calling you, hounding you to get an appointment. I want to be known as the skilled uh, agent market expert um, mm -hmm. that takes enough time to get on the phone every day. So it's kind of a fine line, you know, for me. Does mm -hmm. that make sense? Yeah, it does. So you want, I want to, be to appreciate my effort, you know, yeah. what I want yeah. them to do. You know? So I'm, I'm guessing customer service means a lot to you. It does, you know, okay. and you know, word of mouth and whatnot. You mm -hmm. know? Mm -hmm. How so, much of your business comes from referral? So the way my business last year was 25% expired, 30% um, farming, mm -hmm. okay? And another 30% like past clients and sphere. Mm -hmm. of it was like, you know, internet and sign calls and stuff so, like that. So where'd that sphere come from? You haven't been selling that long. So did it come from a previous life? Uh, I have a, a history, um, you know, our, our family had been business in this community for a long time so i did work that rose relationships ah, okay um, you know and then, yeah so you I, carried I, it over oh, nice i leveraged that absolutely nice. and then i used facebook to engage with those people mm -hmm. great heavily. yeah and what's how often do you touch your sphere you know i try to i mean all my past clients i try to touch quarterly at a minimum with a phone call um you know, but I think Facebook is, is, is amazing for being able to stay in front of them without even trying, you know, mm -hmm. yeah. Facebook groups also, um, uh, on Facebook a while. Good. Good. Good deal. Um, Bart Byers, I'm going to answer your question for you. Bart wants to know what marketing do you do to find buyers that you take lots of listings and make them <laughs> homeless. And when they're mm -hmm. homeless, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I have found that, of course, sellers become buyers, you know. That's it. That's it. That's it. You take a list and get it sold. They have nowhere to live. Now yeah. you make your own. It's, um, so I want to uh, read a couple little things because we have to close out. And um, so if everybody that's watching on Vulcan 7, if they want to get involved with the Lead Gen Facebook group where we simulcast, they're at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash got objections. Um, and I want to thank Aaron Wittenstein who runs that group. He runs a program called expiredmasteryelite.com. And finally, if you're watching on Facebook and you're not in, yet involved with Vulcan 7, make sure to sign up at vulcan7.com forward slash lead gen for a special deal. Now, I have a secret that Dusty isn't sharing, but it is his secret, I promise. <laughs> what happens is after he has spent all this time calling people and setting appointments. He rewards himself. He goes, they have a little freezer in the back or in his office and he goes and gets some delicious Grater's mint chocolate chip. And that inspires him to do it again the next day. So look for a store near you. <laughs>
Thank you so much for joining us, Dusty. That was a great interview. I think we all got a lot of takeaways from this. Thank, thank you so much for being here. Thanks Appreciate for having me a whole bunch. And I hope everybody gets a second home down in Orange Beach. Or at least goes down and says hi. Thank you. See you guys. Yeah. Bye. Thank you. Thank you so much. We appreciate everything. I think we. Uh, I think there are a lot of good points here today. Yeah. And there's some good questions. So, we'll do it all again next week, folks. Don't miss it. Bye, Carly. Bye. It looks sunny there as always.